Hey, dorks. This episode is brought to you by Workbench Roasters, a coffee roasting company out of Wendell, North Carolina. Beans sourced from around the world, but roasted only when you order them. So the beans are as fresh as beans or as fresh as possible, and they're shipped directly to you within 48 hours of purchasing. You can get 20% off your order uh, at workbenchroasters.com with the code BOP20. That's B-O-P-2-0. It's like she stops dude. to read it, dude. Oh. Oh. You know, like, you know he told her before that. It was like, hey, I want you to say this. Yeah. I wonder if she read it, and then he was like, you got to read that again. I want to yeah. record it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I see people recording shit, and I'm like, how did you have the presence of mind to get your phone out so quickly? Because like anytime we have to, like, I, I'm like, Melissa does something, and I'm like, fuck, this would blow up. And I'm like, do that again. She gets shy, and oh, then the yeah. moment's gone, you know? Oh, my pee hole just got a little tingly. King Gizzard and, and the, the lizard, and lizard. The, <laughs> She like stumbles. It's really cute. <laughs> it's very cute. It's just like. It's, and the Lizard I mean, Gizzard. Have you ever listened to them? No. Very fun band. King, they, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. No. They're like, they've changed their sound a bunch, but not in a bad way. They've just like morphed over the years. Like kind of started as a jam band. I, I I only listen to one animal with a, a human title, and that's Dr. Dog. Okay. Mm. Actually, very similar—not similar sounds, but like I—they, I could see them being on a festival together. Oh, in the in the same yeah. sphere. Yeah. Sphere of impact. Doctor Dog. King is <laughs> the lizard wizard. It's so much fun to say. It's so probably grating on the ears, you know. What I'm trying to do with my—I fa- don't know, like. Did your your did your parents just hang out on Christmas? Right, they they hung out for holidays, even after like they got when divorced. We were kids? No, after they got divorced. Did you do conjoined holidays with your family? No, I thought your dad and mom would just they were cordial, but we wouldn't do holidays together. No, we're we're at that point. It's You're, too much. We this is the first one we've done. I mean, you guys have also been divorced. Oh, actually. No, la- the same. later in life they would. Yeah, 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 yeah. At this point, yeah. Not not like when we were children. No, no, no. I'm saying like now. Yeah. Dad like would, if your dad, dad was still alive. Yeah, dad would come over to like Katie's house and mom would be there too. Yes, yeah. yeah. And so we're for Christmas, your, the weekend of your holiday party, Yeah. not only are we hanging out, but my mom and Kirby, my mom and stepdad, are coming to my dad and stepmom's house yeah. along with the rest of us kids and we're staying there for the weekend. And it, I gotta tell you, it's great for us because it's it's getting yeah, to the point now that like it's it's um, oh we're doing it yeah the weekend of the sixteenth of December sixteenth but like so what are y'all doing on Christmas on Christmas we're gonna be in Greensboro oh Jesus Christ that's too much we're gonna be in Greensboro for like a couple like a week we're doing we we made the decision last year but it's in effect this year that we are we always do Thanksgiving by ourselves we just like it also I don't give a fuck about Thanksgiving. It is a, you you express this opinion every year, and I I cannot hold I it's I a, cannot disagree with it more. It's a doo doo nothing holiday. It's so whack. Like it, first off, first off, as a structure of a holiday in itself, it's hilarious because they're like, oh, it's a, we celebrate the pilgrims and the Indians, and it's like no 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 no. That is a 
factual lie that did not happen like i just think it's like what's wrong it's you know what it is it's an appetizer for the holidays it's your starter for the christmas season and that's fine that's fucking great but, but it's, it's annoying it's mashed potatoes like when's the last mashed time you potatoes got mashed potatoes are not good oh that is fucking dumb mashed dude. potatoes are the that is lowest wild. potatoes are good i'm not saying but like there are so many other forms of potatoes that I would rather have than mashed. Hey, you know this delicious thing that can be fried or baked or made in every other way? Let's turn it into fucking gruel. That's... It's disgusting, no, dude. dude. It's like, it's just one mushier step below macaroni and cheese. It's... No, it's... They're, they're not... Like, I'll eat them. I'm not saying it's disgusting, but it's like, I, there's... It's it's on all ratings of potato versions, it's bottom of the barrel. I'd rather eat like a raw potato. That's crazy, dude. Mashed potatoes are fucking incredible. Oh, I think they're so... Especially like red potatoes, I think they're, skin I think they're the most, on, I think mash with some chunks in it, some skin bacon, on, skin sour on and chunky cream. Is, skin on and chunky is like the best version. I'll give you that. But it's like, it's so, it's so okay. People fucking act like mashed potatoes are the second coming of Christ. They are... Who is acting like that? You are right now. I'm not. I'm just... I'm not acting like they're the best thing ever. I'm just saying you're mashed getting, potatoes... You're getting heated and I'm pretty Pretty chill. good. Mashed potatoes are good. I, I think, would never... I think they're a binding agent at most. <laughs> How long does it take for them to settle, you know? <laughs> That's great. No, I'm not... Like de- as I'm a, not defending them. I'm not like coming as out. A, as like, a there's topper, top 10 food all the time. Like, like on top of shepherd's pie gorgeous on the plate do i love to mix everything into it and make it like a like as a coagulation of of food I, yeah yeah for sure but like if am i just doming mashed potatoes by themselves <laughs> for sure no dude, dude absolutely not that's cr- i mean the best part of mashed potatoes is the gravy and you can just have that on other things uh yeah i <laughs> okay i mean it's crazy that like like i I'm so shocked by your opinions about Thanksgiving every year because they're so counter to who you are as a person. You know, I like, love Christmas so much. Not because you love Christmas so much, but it's like, what do you love doing other than gorging yourself to either? Or, you don't really puke, but gorging yeah, yourself to one, diarrhea. You're the one that threw up <laughs> in the restaurant in, in Bristol. Um, it's just like it. It's just a great holiday that. It, there's no, like, it's one of those things where it's like, can this ever hurt me? No. It can only ever be a net positive. It can 100% hurt you. It's the the whole thing that sucks about Thanksgiving. It's like every year, it's like, oh, you got to fucking, it's the joke every year is like, oh, God damn it. I got to hang out with my racist uncle this year. It's like, it's the annoying holiday that you have to deal with your family over. And it's, but it, you have to do that for every other no, kind of major holiday. Thanksgiving is like the extended family holiday. Christmas, you usually spend with your nuclear family, your close by, your direct people. Well, a day after Christmas, that's usually like a feast day where you're getting up with extended family. No, not me. Not our family. Yeah, but you're not representative or indicative of the rest of the world. Are you saying I'm not American? I'm just saying you're not. A, you're not. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's subjective. I think Thanksgiving is is purely, it's it's trash. It's just boring. You can eat that food whenever you want. The food, It's just fall food. Yeah, but it's good food. I'm not saying the food is bad. The food fucking rips, but you can have that food whenever you want to. Make that's it, like saying my that, mom. My mom started making turkeys just like randomly throughout the year when we were kids. Fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. Do you know how tight it is to come home from school? And my mom's like, oh, yeah, I baked a turkey last night. We have a whole turkey for the it's next It's so weeks. much work, though. It's really not. And just saying that you can do it doesn't mean like I can eat a full dozen donuts by myself. Yeah. 
if, but I'm not going to do that all the time. Right. So if I don't make time, if I don't set aside a time to do that once a year, I'll never do it. Now, I think because I shouldn't do it all the time. Does that mean I don't want to do it? Have you ever, have you ever cooked a turkey? Yeah. From like from frozen all the way through. Yeah. It takes forever. It takes hours, dude. No, it doesn't. Baking a turkey takes so long. Yeah. But it's, you're not, you're not stoking the flames you put it in your oven and you it's you you ronco it dude you set it and forget it but but you have to check on it you have to get up early to make sure it's done in time no you You also have to time it out if you're baking anything else unless you have two ovens and you're rich but what i'm saying is you can make it whenever else you want to i know that i eat turkey a lot i don't eat I'm saying i don't eat oven roasted turkey well i was gonna say this week but it will be thanksgiving you know what you should also i think i I, I'll go out on a limb and say that, like, the turkey, honestly, is the most overrated thing about Thanksgiving for me. I agree, but I also think that 99% of people are not cooking their turkey the right way. How should they be cooking? No one, people aren't brining it overnight. They're not fucking stuffing the cavity. They're not, they're <laughs> probably not basting it. Like, most boring white people are just putting a turkey in the roasting pan with, like, maybe, like, an onion and a lemon. And they're like, well... That's God's plan now. Like, I just want to say, you just described a bunch of things that sound like a lot more work than set it and forget it. The prep work, sure, but it takes brining overnight. You make the brine. That takes 10 minutes. You put the turkey in the brine, put it in the fridge. All in all, 20 minutes. And then it's in the fridge all night. You let it brine. You do its thing because that's how it locks in the flavor. I just don't understand. I think I don't. The thing I'm not getting is yeah. that like it's everything that we all love for sure. It's prepping a meat, cooking I it like, for an extended period of time. I like Thanksgiving now because we don't have to do any family shit. We decided last year that we are we just do Thanksgiving. She and I. Yeah. We just hang out. We cook all day. We bake all day. We listen to music, and that's great. Yeah. But but I'm what I'm saying is like that's not a holiday. That's just a day. You know. And we just happen to not be working. Like, you can do that anytime. Right. But, but again, just because you can do it anytime, like, the, the whole reason it's like, there's a lot of reasons. It's like, you know, how people, you know how people now, are like, but, are now like Gen Z's like, Valentine's Day is made by the candy companies. And it's like, made to make you feel bad and like, stop doing it. It's well, they're like, doing that with Thanksgiving every, too. They're canceling Thanksgiving. Good. Good. <laughs> I agree. I agree. We should be canceling it. Why are you booing me? I'm right. <laughs> but I would love, I would still love a day where it's like, fucking, you just get to eat and then take a nap and then watch sports. Yeah, it's tight. That's a, It's a day dedicated to that. But if we repackaged it at the, the beginning fam, of the it's year. It's the family aspect that, that is annoying. Because like we, even though we're like, hey, we're doing our own thing, it's the, oh, people are like, so you, people are like, oh, wow, like bold. Yeah. You know, like. But you have, so you, the issue here is not Thanksgiving. It's your own emotional baggage that's tied up with Thanksgiving. But everyone else agree. Everyone else is like, ugh. There's, if you have to make a friend's version of the holiday because the regular holiday is so bad, that holiday is bad. No. Yes. I actually think the opposite. If, oh. if that, if the holiday is so important to you that even if you're not with family and you're living in a city, because it, it didn't come about so you didn't have to spend time with your family. It came about because you can't spend time with your family because people are moving and live in different cities. Mm. And the holiday is so and why good. They, and why they live in different cities? To get away from their families. Well, that too. But we're not, we're talking about this day, not the other 364 days. <laughs> so the holiday is so good yeah. that they've repackaged it and and just it included friends in it. So it's like, I want to do Thanksgiving, but I'm not with family. Let's do 
like a friend's Thanksgiving. Let's a, do Friendsgiving. This is a debate podcast now. This is crazy. I didn't expect to get into it. I, my final note, okay, arguments for arguments and grievances. Thanksgiving is should not be any more or any less than just an appetizer, a speed bump on the way to Christmas. It's a great single day to just eat a bunch of shit, take a shit, eat a bunch more shit, fall asleep, and watch some sports. I agree. Or watch whatever you want. We actually watch porn all day. <laughs> King Gizzard! <laughs> Lizard Wizard! Okay. Day in the life of a Brexit geezer. <laughs> day, I've been wanting to do for one for wake, Raleigh so wake bad, up, all <laughs> Day in the life of a Raleigh woman. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wake up at 9 a.m. None of the coffee shops are open. Go to Starbucks. Dude, if, our Raleigh listeners, dude, what the fuck is going on? I'm fucking, I'm, I am, I am starting to hate the city that I grew up in. And you know what I decided recently is, so Spencer and I have this uh, habit we're developing where we come into the studio and we walk over and get a coffee. Oh, I'm, yeah. That coffee shop is not good, dude. Oh, I disagree. Every day I'm like, can I get a large coffee, a large iced coffee? And they hand me a kitty cup. Well, that is the large, but their coffee is good. Uh, Quality wise, I like their coffee. I don't care. I would. I. I would rather you serve me piss in a sixty-four ounce cup and call it iced coffee. I would rather you drink tar and I then am, your piss be black and I serve am, it to I me. I am over like the like here's your six ounce. That's a five dollar coffee and it's like, it's like ten ounces, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's it's so small. Yeah. Who was I with the other day? I walked. Oh, I. I. I yesterday when I came, we all came yeah. to hang in the studio. I went, got one, came back, and Justin was like, "Oh, that's cute." <laughs> if I'm buying a coffee for $5, cute is not the adjective I want to be used to describe. But it is what we aim for. Cute is what we aim for. Pretty good, right? Yeah, pretty good. Your lipstick is calling, Angel! <laughs> <laughs> I saw them live at Hooligans in Jacksonville, North Carolina many years ago. God, he, he lives here. In the, Raleigh? The lead singer, they live in Cary. Well, he better open up a coffee shop that opens before 9 it a.m. Is, dude, it's so... What would all right? Dave, the Optimist. The Optimist opens at seven a.m. Dude, well, here's I love that. The Optimist is one of the few coffee shops that is open early and it stays open relatively late. It's late. Well, they serve alcohol, so I'm they're saying yeah. I think they're open until like six. I yeah. think. Yeah. But it, uh, but it's like it's so funny. The Raleigh subreddit is so emblematic of what Raleigh is turning into because. Every day, it's the same five posts. It's like, what snake is this? Yeah. <laughs> Where can I get good Italian food? Yeah. And it, the, it's like two answers, and it's like, LOL, d- 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 you heard of Olive Garden? <laughs> like, it's so such a dumb meme that yeah. has become a thing. And then there's like two real answers that are like fucking mid-Italian food because there's not good Italian food down yeah. here. Uh, and then there's like... Are there any bodegas or places to, like delis? And everyone's like, no, but there is this hipster place that's going to charge you $17 for a sandwich that's the size of half your hand. And then it's like, Berkeley's closing. Berkeley's not closing. Yeah. Berkeley's closing. Berkeley's not closing. And then it's Anybody like, Anybody know if the Berkeley's closing? And then like the next post is like, why are the houses so expensive? And then the next post is like us being Just like, bought a house. How's it look? Yeah. And then the next post is like us being like, hey, you want to come to a comedy show? Yeah. Like, yeah. But it's just so funny because, like, Raleigh is not cool. Yeah. It's frustrating because yeah. we've got a lot of cool things, but it's just, like, it's not it's not quite there. You know who's got a lot? Apparently Charlotte. Charlotte's got a lot. Yeah. I mean, I would argue that Charlotte is just a bigger version of Raleigh. It does feel like it. Yeah. Like, they're, like, they're the exact same city. I, I think as a whole, new age, and I don't think this is, 
necessarily specific to Raleigh or Charlotte. I think the current trend of American... God, this is about to get so fucking analytical. The current trend of American development or city development is it's all one way. It's like, here are I, yeah. here are the four designs you get for the new apartment complexes that are being built by probably three different developing companies across the United yeah, States. Yeah, yeah. They're all going to have retail on the bottom, and those retails are going to be probably any eight chains that are mm-hmm. open right now. Mm-hmm. It's going to be some sort of cycle class, some sort of fucking poke place, or like some... A veg- salon. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. like, it just feels... Or a gym. Yeah. Honestly, and listen, I'm saying that I'm putting a fucking big warning next to this. I do not believe this. The views that are about to come out of my mouth are not actually what I believe. But the last like few months, I have definitely in my brain been like, are we in a simulation? Just because everything, oh, yeah. everything feels too similar. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And then also I've just been. Noticed- and then you're left to like, if it is a simulation. Like, uh, uh, the, the only decisions I'm really making for myself are like, what am I going to eat for lunch today? Yeah. And it's like, wait a second. Also, I've just been noticing, like, weird glitchy things in my neighborhood that I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Oh, really? Dude, tell me if this is weird. Audience, tell me if this is weird. I walk Steve down a road, down a street, and then uh, sometimes I'll take the long way and I circle back, sometimes I take the short way. It's kind of equidistant, but it feels longer. Walk past, I have this one neighbor's house. I've never talked to them. They have two kids. They always park their car on the street, even though they have a driveway. They always get their driveway empty. I think their kids like play in the street or whatever. That's fine. Um, I was walking Steve while they were getting home one day. Uh, I walk past, wave, say, hey, you know, neighbor niceties. Dad and the kids walk inside. The wife, I assume, the woman, uh, stopped at the base of like the steps to the, up to the side of the house and looked like she was looking at something on her phone, mm-hmm. or, but she was like holding things with two hands. Like I can only see her back, but her head was down and she was, you know, it looked like she was reading something or whatever. I kept walking. I just noticed it and I was like, oh, whatever. Um, she was still there. I kept walking probably eight minutes past. I mean, I went all, because they're, they're kind of in the middle of the street. I went all the way down. Steve pooped, I picked it up. I said, hey, to a couple other neighbors, had a conversation with one that's like actual like friend of mine. Turn back. The sun had gone down, which happens pretty fast this time of the year. Turn back. She was still there. Same spot. Same spot. Hadn't moved. And On I, her phone? I didn't see any light coming up from her phone. Damn. So it was like real weird, man. She forgot to charge. It felt, it was really glitchy. It yeah. was re- I was like, ah, and I just, wow. just kind of kept walking. Yeah. There's one other like weird things that happened in my neighborhood too. But yeah. All that being said, we are living in a simulation. I mean, there's so many people that everything has happened. Yeah. Everything that yeah. could happen happens, you know? It's a game of numbers. It's laws. We really run the gambit of topics, haven't we? We have taught this has been probably our most ADD riddled intro yet. Well, I'm impressed by us because we came in with very little energy and we then, did. And then, then I, Thanksgiving. I just get hated about Thanksgiving. You, you know did. I love my Thanksgiving. Food. I do know you love your food, you little fat. You I little love fat my boy. food. Yeah. I love eating to the point of puking. Literally. Sometimes, yeah. Let's speak about puking. Let's puke up these words. Guys, girls, non-binaries, whatever you identify as, I am so glad that you identify as a fan and listener of this podcast. Welcome to episode 69, nice, of Bop or Flop Podcast. Oh, dude. I am one half of your co-host team. My name is Spencer Bland. You can follow me on social media, which is Instagram, at Spencer Spicy. You can check my website, get all my dates coming up, uh, which is godsfavoritecomedian.com, November 30th. 
30th. I will be in Wilmington, North Carolina, headlining Why Not Sky Bar, uh, two shows, 6.30 and 8.30, I believe. Uh, tickets are at um, currently at the link in my bio, which is at Spencer Spicy, or my website, godsfavoritecomedian.com. Got a couple other shows coming up in the Raleigh area. November 25th, I'll be at, uh, oh, fuck, Nickel Creek Brewing or Nickel Point. Nickel, Nickel Point, Point Brewing. Uh, Freddie Valoy, Tyler Wood running a cool show there. Uh, December 11th, I'll be in Asheville. December 15th, Mike Malloy is coming to Raleigh. Um, it's going to be great. But if you're listening, you know that it's not just me. Oh, wait, the podcast. You can follow the podcast. Yes. At yeah. Bobber Flop Pod across social media platforms. That is Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Haven't posted on there in a week, so I apologize, but we are doing pretty good on there. We're up to like 1,500 followers. We'd love to get more. We're loving the clips on there. We're picking up a lot of followers, not only on TikTok, but also across Spotify and other listenerships. Other listenership. So if you're listening from TikTok or if you found us on TikTok, hello. Thank you so much. Nice to meet you. We appreciate you. If you do want to listen to this podcast, you can find us wherever po- wherever podcasts are found, or you can listen to every episode for free at bobberflop.com. But if you have listened to an episode before, you know that it's not just me on the ones and twos. It is both of us. And by both... I mean that there are two. And when two or more are joined in the presence, the second one is named. A marriage is defined as the <laughs> welding of two metals. <laughs> Wait, what does he say? Hi, I'm Jordan Scott Huggins, everybody. Uh, you can find me on all social media at AKA Young Beefy, And you can check out my website at jordanscotthuggins.com. And I got a job, so I don't need you to hire me for anything. And that's it. I got some dates. I don't remember them, but they're on my website. Um, all the aforementioned ones. And then maybe some spicy Neptune's comedy in the new year, dude. Yes. And that's all we're going to say right now. Okay? Webster's Dictionary defines a wedding as the fusing of two metals with a hot torch. It's welding. Yes, he like misspelled. That's what it was. That's, yeah, such yeah, yeah. A, yeah, that's, that's a God tier oh. quote. But yeah, yeah. Neptune's might be back. Oh, Spencer. We may have some new listeners from TikTok, right? We're going to switch it up on them today. Spencer, uh, we may have some new listeners from TikTok, Instagram, wherever. We uh, might. And uh, and they're probably wondering, what what have we been listening to these past five minutes and or 20 minutes if they decided to, to sign up for our Patreon yeah. site unseen, which would be great. That w- we would love for you to do that. Oh, that's right. We didn't plug the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Bobber Club. Uh, five, eight, $10 levels. Uh, you know, but we may have some new listeners um, who are like, what is this podcast? WTF, LOL. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and tell them what this podcast is all about? I'm so glad you asked. Do you like music, you little tarred boys? You little stupid, silly sluts. Y'all, you got ear holes. You want to plug them with some music dicks? You guys want to get fucked audibly? You guys like that? Have some cum juice slip in your ear holes by artists like the Bee Gees, Journey, Aretha Franklin, and more? Well, that's what Bobber Flop is. What's up? Bobber Flop is a music podcast where uh, myself and my best friend, Jordan Huggins, go through and listen to the Billboard Top 10 from a certain date, and then we talk about if those songs are still good. Do they hold up? Do they rip shit? Do they suck dick? Do they make you laugh? Do they make you cry? Do they make you come? Okay. Do they make you want to come to our Instagram page and follow <laughs> us? Uh, this week's date 
is a, a special one that I'm not going to announce just yet. Sometimes we cover alternative charts. Sometimes we cover uh, random uh, episodes of people who charted, and that's where we have an episode uh, called, Ew, Who Charted? Uh, and that is actually what this week is, because this is our 69th oh, episode. I'm going to stop doing the country accent. Okay. This is our 69th episode. Originally, we were going to film this uh, with our buddy Alex Hofford. He was going to be the first ever inductee to the Three Timers Club. Three, yeah. But unfortunately, Alex had to go away. He was called away on uh, important secret agent duty up to yes. Michigan. Secret Asian man. <laughs> uh, so instead, I was like, 69th episode. I got to hit you with something nice. Please, yeah. I tried to, I, I, I thought about like creating a playlist that maybe like, you know, one of those playlists that like spells out like, this podcast is nice or something. <laughs> yes. But then yeah. I was like, what if those songs actually suck? So instead, what I did is I looked up. Song titles with 69 in them. Oh, wow. But, 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 I didn't do a playlist of just that. I, I was like, what's the best one of those songs? Okay. So we're, or the one that charted the highest. Yes. And that song was a little ditty by a man named Brian Adams. The song being Summer of 69. Oh, so that's number one. No, it or got, that's just, it got, a, it peaked the highest at number five. Okay. And it peaked that date. August 31st, 1985, which 19, we have not oh. even, we've never covered the year 1985. I really? went through and looked. We've covered 84. We've covered 83, wow. 82, 87. We've never done 85. 19, I thought you said you weren't getting me a birthday present. Okay. This is fun. Lizard and the Lizard. August 31st. 1985. 1985. Dude, that, what a year. Really? My sister was born. Oh, Pretty cool. Yeah. But most notably, so many movies came out this year. Really? Back to the Future. Wow. The Goonies. Wow. The Breakfast Club. Wow. St. Elmo's Fire. Wow. A lot more that I'm forgetting right now. But I think, uh, fuck, what's this? Um, uh, it is Richard Pryor. Hold on. Dude, you weren't. Fright Night. Mad Max. Dude, The Goonies. Clue. Legend. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. Uh, Brewster's Millions, which I don't oh, know if you've seen that. Oh, yeah, yeah, Lovely yeah. Lovely little, little film with Richard Pryor uh, and John Candy. Commando. Clue. What a good year. Ooh, Ewoks, The Battle of Endor. Yeah, we don't talk about that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, really, really good. Back to the Weird future. Science. Weird Science. Yeah. Teen Wolf. Yeah. She's just like, Whoa, dude, what a year. What Holy a year, shit. What a year in cinema. Uh, and it really, really carries over because the this playlist is strong, dude. Is it? It's fun. The Last Dragon. Is that an Eddie Murphy? That's not Eddie Murphy. No. Never mind. Uh, okay, yeah. So uh, that's it. I think we're just going to jump into it. We're going to bopper flop the Billboard Top 10 from the Hot 100 from August 31st, 1985. Most notably, already giving the song away, it is because this is the 69th episode, it is where Summer of 69 by Brian Adams charted the highest, mm. and that was number five. Okay. So I'll start us off. Or do you want to do the whole playlist? Just do it. I don't have it in front of me. Okay. So I'll do the whole do playlist. It. So coming in at number 10, we have Money for Nothing by Dire Straits. Mm. All right. Um, well, I mean, geez, we kind of played our cards there, but that's fucking money for nothing by Dire Straits. Jordan, is that a bob or flop for you, dude? That's a big old goddamn bop, dude. Yeah, man, that is fucking. That was so good, dude. I didn't. So that intro is like become a meme. Has on, it? Oh, yeah, on TikTok, yeah. Like, yeah, it's like 
That when that fucking guitar kicks in at the beginning, dude, I I literally got chills. Also, like it's how, so good, dude. How revolutionary was MTV that people were writing songs about? It? Like, you know who the guy singing at the beginning is? No, Sting. Oh, I want my. MTV. Is he in Dire Straits? Or no, he just, he just sang it. And he's got a songwriting credit for the song. Wow, that's fun. And when they launched MTV Europe, this is the th- song that they used. Okay, for that. yeah. And on top of that, this song and the music video is one of the first ever music videos to feature CGI like characters. Whoa. Yeah, it's like big blocky type. Kind of like Minecraft, but like yeah. a little bit more, not photorealistic, but like they are blocky. A little bit more features and a lot more vibrant colors. Whoa, okay. This song's so fucking good, dude. What is it for you? Yeah, it's a bop, obviously. It's yeah, a yeah, hard yeah. bop, yeah. Yeah, it's it's not like I think I think it kind of falls off after the intro. If I'm being a little honest, uh, yeah, I, there, yeah, it's it's hard to live up to that intro because it's so epic and that guitar intro. The dun, co- dun, 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 and then it kind of like it's yeah. like you it's like you should have just gone out there. Yeah, yeah, it's like a really good like like if a team ran out to this, you know. Oh God, dude. Yeah, I just recently started seeing videos of uh, them playing uh, old Rocky Top. At Tennessee University of Tennessee oh, Stadium, yeah. Yeah, yeah, buddy, have you seen videos yeah. of it? Oh my god, the whole stadium goes black, and then somebody in the last couple of years has come out with like a remix to it, oh, and they've wow. been playing that, and it's fucking it rules. <gasps> There's so dude that back when like ECU was like really really good in the 90s, and we would run out to Purple Haze like that fucking banged. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Virginia Tech coming out to Enter Sandman. Have you seen that? No, dude, that I don't think fucking, so. I hate Virginia Tech with that bang, yeah, dude. dude. Oh my god, because Inter Sandman's a badass. Every yeah. hey, listen, every Metallica song sa- sounds the same, but it's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It may be the same song twenty times over, but, but like, it's a damn it's a good, good song. song. Yeah, this is a great song. This it's is a, this is a hard. I hope I hope this song is an indicative of. It's, I hope the playlist isn't the same as this song and that it's hard to live up to the intro. Oh, uh, no. There are some, like, it's all really good. There's definitely some, there's some softer ones on here, but even the softer ones are pretty good. I think we'll be a little hard-pressed to find flops on here. Okay. There, all right. But there are, like, there's some downright fucking classics on I this love, one. I love, this yeah. is great already, dude. Awesome. All right, cu- coming in at number nine, uh, we've got You're Only Human, in parentheses, Second Wind by Billy Joel. You're only human. Second wind. Why do you keep adding human? You you keep adding a T to it. Oh, do I? I think You're only human. I think it's because I see that there's a parentheses and I'm like, I'm caring. I'm trying to like, because I keep forgetting what's in the parentheses. Oh, you're only so human. This song's whatever. I do want to talk about something else that I put on the Instagram. <laughs> on the Bopper Flop Instagram? No, on my personal Instagram. Okay. This song's yeah. a flop, I think, personally. It sucks. It's, yeah. This is not. It's 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 hard for me to flop because it's about suicide. And oh, suicide is it? prevention. Yeah. Oh, well. Because he, like, tried to commit suicide in 1985, and then mm. uh, he wrote this song as, like, a way to, like, help other people get through it. And then all the royalties that, and all the money he made from this song, he uh, donated to the youth suicide oh. prevention. So I'll give it a moral bop, but musically it's a flop. It's just kind of like, yeah. whatever, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know who did it better? Logic. What? Logic did a oh, Logic yeah. did a song where it was like Eight Seven Seven Suicide Now. Yeah. That was not the name of the song, but what'd you post to Instagram? Um No, I posted I don't know. I don't know if you look at my story. I feel like you don't. I feel like it's like I don't really look at anybody's stories. Oh, interesting. Well, you saw the thing where Ticketmaster canceled 
Taylor Swift's. You saw you saw all the controversy around the general thing, right? And something was happening where like people were having a hard time getting tickets to Taylor Swift. So she there was a presale code okay. for her like VIP club or whatever. Yeah. But the thing with presale codes is everyone always shares them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like most of the tickets got sold in presale. Yes. But there were still some left. Yeah. But it was like the the wait queues were insane. You know, all it was it was chaos. Yeah. It was like and rightfully so. Like I'm not saying that it, anyone didn't have the right to complain, but right, like right. Swifties white women were pissed yeah. on Wednesday, I think is when it was. Like w- people were waiting hours in like the digital line and like yeah. then they were getting kicked out and then they're getting queued. People didn't get tickets. Like wow. it was it was like I think it was finally the straw that broke. Um, uh, if there's a straw that broke Ticketmaster's back, hopefully. Yeah. But if that wasn't, this is because that was that was pre-sale. The general sale was supposed to happen today, and then they announced last night. They're like, "Listen, our servers just can't handle y'all. We are canceling the general sale." So wow. They're like, then they were literally were like, "We've sold enough tickets. It's it's fine." So like it's just general sales canceled. Good luck. Oh my god, dude! So I posted on, on. I took that ad, the post from Pitchfork, where it was like Ticketmaster is canceled tomorrow's public on sale day for Taylor Swift's era tour, following unprecedented demand for tickets. And I added the caption: "White girls are going to January sixth Ticketmaster head you." <laughs> and so many people have been like, "Yo, yeah, that's so funny." So dude. now I'm like, "Ah, oh, do I need to make that a joke somehow?" Like, I did see somebody else. Talk, well, Kyle Ayers just he did, it wasn't even close to that, but yeah. he was just talking about like uh, Swifties being the one. Uh, it was like you know Swifties being the one to take down Ticketmaster was not something that yeah. I anticipated or something like that. I mean, geez, I think the fact that we haven't talked about this song at all, other than the suicide prevention aspect of it, kind of shows. I like, think it's a flop. It's um, just it's, it's this not, is a this is like uh, it's a fun know. song. Like it's grocery like, store rock. Yeah, it's just whatever. I don't dude. Know, yeah, I'm not into it. That's just how I kind of feel about Billy Joel as a whole. I like sometimes I got, I'll hear people are like they sold out the garden 1100 nights in a row and I'm like I've never heard a song from you in the last 10 years. Here's how he does it though. He sells that sh- it's a oh, god damn it wave 2 is coming. I, what's what? Go. What? <laughs> I'm trying. It's like do you ever get that thing where it's like you can't even talk cuz you have to go. Hurts? I don't know. It's like not yet, but it's going to be there. Okay. You know what? This is my flu game. I'm powering through. <laughs> No, actually, this is your poo game, dude. dude. Nice, <laughs> no. Ooh, mommy. Um, yeah, that's right. We're a radio show now. Um, Jesus, yeah, I probably got about five minutes until I got to evacuate this. Uh, he sells out that show because like corporate people, corporate companies just buy tickets and just oh, give like and they give them away. When we went up, I mean, I'm sure originally he probably sold those things out. Also, it's a good show. Like I've heard that he puts on a performance. Yeah, it's yeah. very fun. But like we went up, uh, we went to New York when I was working for Cisco for an offsite, and like we all had tickets and I straight up was like, I don't, it was like, it was our only off night or like, uh, yeah, where we didn't have like a meeting. And our boss was like, uh, th- we all got tickets, like floor seats for Billy Joel. And I straight up was like, I don't want to go to yeah, that with y'all. Yeah, yeah. And they got kind of mad at me. Cause I had like made play. This was when you guys still lived up there. And I was like, I'm going to go hang out with my friends. Oh yeah. 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 And yeah. like, they were all like in their forties and fifties. Yeah. Like, you don't want to go to Billy Joel with us. And I was like, no, yeah. like I'm 28. You, it's weird because it's like an after hours event, so like you shouldn't be on the clock for it, but like you're kind of a little bit on the clock. It was for like it. part of like the culture. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like the people who were like, "We are Cisco," were so about it, but like yes, yeah. the other person who was like close to my age, and she was like my, 
she was who I reported to. She was like, hey, you don't. She's like, they're going to give you shit, but you don't have to go to this. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I just changed your vote based on this conversation. So I almost shit my pants. I thought it was a fart, but I kind of, you ever done that? And then you feel it. Yes. It's like, it's liquid. Mike Cronin has a great joke about it where he's like, uh, I I shit my pants. It was, uh, he like, I farted and he was like, oh. That's hot for too long. <laughs> that is good. Uh, all right. Let's, Take us into number eight. It's a double flop for us. Moving into number eight, we have Cherish by Cool in the Game. The Cherish the right. Cherish by Cool in the Gang. So I know I said this playlist is pretty good. <laughs> the, these, it get, it get actually. A couple more. Six onward, it's good. There's one more. Okay. There's like there's like there's like three little poopy. There ones. always is. There always is. There's some stinkers. That's fine. I, I you know that being said, this is a bop for me. It's a nice little bop. It's like a nice nostalgic bop. Cherish this is love. when I wish I could have lived in New York. In the when 80s. Cool and the Gang was popping off. Not you say that. Not but because of Cool and the Gang, but like I wish I lived in New York in the eighties. Part of me is like, yeah, but then it's like when the West Side Highway was a fucking playground. It was shut down, and there were just cars burnt out on it. I think I would have preferred the 90s, like when it was like safer. Oh, yeah. We would have gotten stabbed. Maybe 90s into the early 2000s. Yeah, a nice pre-9-11 New York. Uh, pre-9-11 New York would have been. When anything was possible. Yes. But I bet post-9-11, pretty good for the vibes. Yeah, I mean, everybody talks about how much the city fucking gelled. And like, everyone was like, because that, that was the one cool thing, even in America, for, like, the year. Now, what came afterwards, unfortunate, but, like, for the year, at least for white people. Yes. I know, obviously, yeah, there was now, a lot that of we have, yeah. now that we have brown friends and learning that they had vastly different experiences growing up. Largely negative. Yeah. yeah for sure. I what I wasn't doing it. From a privileged standpoint, it, it would have been. No, but what I'm saying is, like, the, I was not, I was not passing any zines no 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 i know i'm just saying like i'm saying from a privileged standpoint america recognizing that but going back to we were vibing immediately post 9-11 are we vibe are we vibing right now as a country we are we We are are vibing vibing right now as a country country, we're vibing vibing. (laughs) and we're vibing right now as a country, we are vibing through the night. As a country, we are. Are we doing? Should we finish it? No, no, we no. Oh, say, does the vibe carry through at least two thousand three? But then it swiftly fell off. When the war crime started. <laughs> and that was actually, it's not a, ch- it's a, because that's when we started. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a yeah. waterboarding. Yeah. Um, um, so I'm giving it a, <laughs> uh, a, uh, a bop. I'm giving it a bop. <laughs> I wish we were big enough to where we could just post that clip. I, we can. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. We can do whatever we want. What are you giving it? It's a bop. It's a bop. It's the softest bop possible, but it's yeah. a bop. It's a like, like, I'm on cocaine in an elevator, and it comes on, and I'm vibing a little too hard to it, you know? Yeah, yeah. You ever been in one of those situations? Cocaine on an elevator? Or like the Molly's kicked in a little too soon? I've never taken Molly. 
what? Yeah, I've never taken Molly. I know, like, I seem like a guy that, like, Dude, invented Molly, but... I took Molly in Chinatown one time at my friend's place, but then I was taking a cab to another party. Mm-hmm. So I took it in Chinatown. Didn't kick in immediately. I'm on... What would be the bridge that's, like, right by Chinatown? Is that the Brooklyn Bridge? I don't know. You should know this. You lived there for, like, seven years. Yeah, but... There's the bridge that it just dumps out into Chinatown. It's got, like, dragons. I can't remember if it's the Brooklyn or the Manhattan. One of them. Yeah. But I'm on that bridge, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> having a good time on the bridge. Have uh, you been to that part of Chinatown that's underneath those bridges? Yes. That is a fucking wildly different New York. Very That is Gotham so. City, dude. Yeah, dude. The Gotham City from the first Batman with or whatever one with it's, Scarecrow. It's cool seeing it when you're going over the bridge because you see it down, and you're like, there are streets down there? And then you get into it, and you're like, Oh my God, this is not even the same city. It's It's wild. It's a seedy part of town. It is. That's where, did you ever take the Chinatown bus? Yeah, but mine let out, always let out at Times Square and like Uh, 40th Street. I would take the Chinatown bus when I would want to come home because it was like $17. It's so cheap. You're like, even if I die, still a pretty good deal. And uh, it would always, it would pick up there. So I would go there. Oh, yeah. Watching a bus get in and out of there was insane to get good. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. God, it was like old, like like old Wall Street. You know, it's just so tiny. Anyway, this is a double bot from us. This is a double bot. Take yeah. us into number seven. Coming in at number seven, we have "Never Surrender" by Corey Hart. This, this is, is a bad song. It's not bad. It's just whatever. It like it was like made for middle school dances. <laughs> it was made to be played in Stranger Things, talking about middle school dances in. Yeah, like it's like it's fine. It's not bad, but it's not good. You know what this song is not that I wish it was that was by the same artist? What? I wear my sunglasses at night so I can. That was Corey Hart. Whoa. That song's way better. Yeah. It's so Um, good. Yeah, this is a fun He's not a one hit wonder. This is a big song. Actually, no. You know what? I'm going to bop this. This is a fun song. You're going to bop it. It's not great, but it, if I bop- It's not great. If I bop this, if I bop Cherish by Cool and the Gang, I'm bopping this. This That's gives me- fair. Okay, yeah, This yeah. gives me like a nice little like, if I, like, I'm I'm dancing to a girl I got a crush with to this song. Okay. And I'm getting into it and I'm liking it and there's not really much to say about it. And I think for the sake of time, we'll move to the next ones because it gets real good after this. All right. You're good? You, do you flop it? I'm flopping it. That's and fair. you're and you're tucking a boner to it. I'm t- I don't know yeah. if I'm tucking a boner, but I'm like I'm like I'm arching my pelvis inward. You oh know? yes, yeah, yeah angling yeah. down, angling down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. horns like, down, <laughs> like peeing in the morning, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> okay. You know what I do? I call it shredding, and I'll I take my two fingers and I put it on my dick and I ride it like a snowboard. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna straddle it like a horse. No, so like, I'm a bit of an equestrian. Yeah, I'm peeing and I'm like time to shred, and I put yeah. it on there and I'm like barrel, and I put it down and I'm like. Whoosh, yeah, it's fun. I want to, you really don't need anybody else. I don't. <laughs> I am self-sufficient. Yeah. Anyway, take us into number six. Coming to number six, we have Shout by Tears for Fears. Oh! Shout by Tears for Fears. Fucking bop, dude. I mean, I'm going to twist it. it. Has there ever been any more 80s song than this? If I had to twist any of their songs, it would be Everybody Wants to Rule the World because oh, that's been covered. This was covered. You know who this was covered by? Who? Disturbed. 
on the same album yo, as Get Down with the Sickness. Yo, did you see someone on TikTok covered the uh, ooh? Ah, or sorry, ooh ah, bow. <laughs> How did they cover it? They did it. It was like three dudes, but they all used kid instruments. So it was the <laughs> it was the uh, it was the meow piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like a little kid drum set and, and then like, like a xylophone. Oh yeah, no, a little, yeah, like a little kid so it was guitar. Like, it was like meow 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 meow. Yeah, it was very funny. Yeah, that's funny. But the guy from Disturbed or Tool, whatever the band is, I, I'm Disturbed. I'm, yeah, uh, he duetted it. He was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, so that's funny. so funny. Dude. But yeah, this is a fucking bop, dude. It's a. It's yeah. not a twist. It's a bop. Since you said that about yeah, yeah, um, it's a bop. I mean, just to give you some context, I know that Spotify does not is not emblematic of the overarching this yeah plays, the, yeah, but. Everybody Wants to Rule the World is almost at a billion plays, and this song is only at 211 million. Okay. okay. It's a great song. As a, Even though I'm somebody that goes against the grain. You yeah. Know? I will say, the this album cover, one of the guys kind of looks like uh, one of our UK patron members, Ray Rooney. Ray Rooney? Yeah. Who just had a baby. Shout out, buddy. Or a Newcastle fan. Yep. Nice. Add one to Eddie Howe's Black and White Army. <laughs> Uh, so it's a double bop from us. It's a double bop. Double bop. Yeah, dude. That was a good, that was a fucking. It's a great song. It's yeah. a phenomenal song. Uh, now coming in number five, the whole reason this playlist exists, exists. We've got exists. Summer of nice. 69. Summer, summer of nice. A lot of sucking going on this summer by Brian Adams. I got my first real six string. Summer of 69. Nice. By Brian Adams. Dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What a lovely fucking song. What a dude. great fucking, like, literally a great fucking song. It's not too hard. It's not too soft. No. It's, it's, you're just describing Brian Adams. It's poppy. You know? It's rocky. It's fun. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's. That's one of the best days of my life. Everyone's had that day. Yeah. Or like week or month or whole summer that it's just been like, oh, that was fucking great. Yeah. Wish I could be back there. I wish I wish it wasn't summer sixty nine. I wish I knew um when it was when the you. good old days were happening when I was in them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. the quote? Anyway. It's from Andy. Um, yeah. Uh I wish you knew when the good old days were happening. Or I, fuck, I'm fucking ruining It's something like that. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a great I don't know if it's a twist. 69, though. It's not a twist. A twist. It's 69 a, is a twist. 69 is a twist. What's, um, what's it called when you're sucking butts? Ass to ass. That's called, you know, that's called zero. Because you're you're so deep in the other person, and they're so deep in you that you're making it zero. You're sucking each other's butts. Um, Double bop. Yeah, double bop. Double bop. Nice. Double, a dub, double hole bop because you're sucking each other's holes. Double hole bop. Okay. Yeah. You ever 69 before? <laughs> yes. I'm still waiting to do it. Really? <laughs> it's so, like, not practical. Yeah. Like, it's like. It's like, the, are you supposed to sniff asshole? Remember. <laughs> I don't mind that. Remember, like. I do. I middle like, school. And you're like, have you guys 69 yet? And you're like, 
I I don't even know how to jerk off properly. And then you there's know always, how to jerk off in middle school. Well, I'm just saying, like, there's always one kid that's like way more advanced than you. There's like a kid that's yeah. sneaking rum in a, in an empty water bottle. Yeah. He's like, you got a 69 smoking a cigarette on a lunch boy. break. Like, how dude? y'all do? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, I don't even know where the clit is. I don't yeah. even know what a, a a vagina looks like. You know, girl got a little penis too. <laughs> I've never seen a real boob, Alan. You know, I don't remember when I saw my first boob. I feel like, like I, in person, I still haven't. We have sex with our tops on. <laughs> Honestly, that's kinda, that's been the one thing always throughout fun. my life. You're like, I gotta leave it on. Hey, if you want to get with this, I have one rule and one rule only: sex with our shirts on. Yeah, actually, full suit from here up. <laughs> It's a three-piece yeah. with Vest, the tie tucked yeah. in. Oh, you just look like Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man from the waist <laughs> up. Dude, that's really funny. Uh, double bop. It's a double bop, man. Take us into number four. Number four, we've got We Don't Need Another Hero by Tina Turner. We Dude, I'm giving this a Thunderdome bop, man. Yeah. Oh, God. I totally forgot that this was made for Thunderdome. Yeah, because she, <laughs> she was in Mad Max Thunderdome. Uh, dude, this is not a good... It's <laughs> it's like every product placement it song. Doesn't, it's just like, it doesn't match the vibe of Mad Max at all, dude. You know what this song... It does not. You know what this song has the same energy as? Burnley. Burnley. Burnley Boys, yeah. an American soccer chant. It's yeah, like you it's, just put everything in the song. All the product placements. It's like got a. We cres- don't need another hero. Yeah, it's just, it's whatever. It's fine. One man enter, two men enter, it's one man leaves. Such a soft this song, song is for fucking Thunderdome, murdered dude. in a th- Thunderdome, dude. This yeah. song's not making it out. No, okay, dude. I'll say that, dude. This song's losing to Call Me Maybe in the Thunderdome, <laughs> dude. Dude, this song. Yeah, I'm flopping it, but you're bopping it. I'm bopping it purely just because of <laughs> the audacity. Dude, I, the audacity for someone to think of Thunderdome and be like, hey, you know what's like fun? Well, fucking pan flutes, dude. dude. Oh, what? <laughs> Honestly, now that you say that, when's the last time you've heard a song with a pan flute in it, dude? The Land Down Under. Well, yeah. Which, we haven't, we haven't done it yet, but that, that whole album will come back for when we do... Our year in review. Oh, okay. Not this, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Africa by Toto? No, dude. Land Down Under is... Oh, uh, that's uh, Phil minute, Collins, right? Minute Work. Minute Work, which was Phil Collins' band. Yes. Yes. Okay, bopping a flop from us. Coming in at number three, we have Freeway of Love by Aretha Franklin. All right. Freeway of Love by Aretha Franklin. Coming in, speaking of freeway love, we got a lot of traffic on 440 coming in. <laughs> Jordan. Welcome to Spencer the Squatch. Um, did you know that this is from her 30th album? No, what? This song. I knew she made a lot of music, on her, but it wasn't like. This song, This album's come up before, Who's Zooming Who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is her 30th. Three zero album. I feel like we made that point last time. That's so many. But wasn't it like musical albums, dude? I mean, she's she was fucking around for so long. Was it like was she in debt or something? There was there was a reason she was making so much music. I feel like they covered it in that. Uh, uh, there's a really good movie about her that came out a few years ago. Aretha. Y- yes, but and I'm, then uh, who played her? Vanessa. Was it, was it Jennifer Hudson? Jennifer Hudson. Was it Jennifer Hudson? I think so. Yeah. God, I hope so. Yeah. Um, but yeah. 
Yeah, because I think like her dad screwed her out of some money, or oh. no, a partner did. I think it was a partner. Oh, her like original husband. Damn, I think so. Okay, I could be wrong, and by could I mean I'm probably wrong. Yeah. Anyway, this is Bob. It's a great song. It's so much oh, fun. Oh yeah, I I I love a chunk. I love a chunky '80s bass. I'm surprised that she. I'm not surprised, but she did make the transition to '80s synth quite well. She did. I mean, I think, I think that was her know? thing. Is like she she very much like adapted her sound, and I think people tried to dog on her for it because yeah. they're, they're like, "Why did you? Are you getting away?" Yeah, and it's like yeah. she's like, "I just want to make music." Like, yes, yeah. Okay, it's fun. It's a bop, double bop, dude. Look, I know I maybe I may have preloaded. This wasn't the hardest playlist. I think you overhyped it. Yeah, I think not I, too much. I think I did. I think it was. I, this is a great playlist. I think it was the artists that I maybe overhyped. But okay. these next two songs. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> uh, so good, dude. Coming in at number two. My man's got that in my memory. Oh, no. you gotta hit him with a in my solitude. Oh, it's in my memory. What <laughs> yeah. the fuck am I saying? Um, we've got Saint Elmo's Fire mm-hmm. by John Parr. Wow. Man, I love a song where they just sing the title of the I, song. And he just fucking goes for it, dude. Belts it. Who the fuck is John Parr? Dude, I love, I love, hopefully he's white. I love when a white guy goes for it, you know? Hopefully. Well, actually, within that reason. Okay? kind of weird. Yeah, it did. <laughs> um, it's like really his only hit. Yeah. That was great. Oh, he was born. Oh, yo, he was born today. What? He was born on November 18th. Whoa. Yeah. We're recording this on November 18th, 2022. Are we all vibing? Dude, are John Parr, are, are we, we vibing? vibing? Are we vibing? Are we vibing? Hey, are we vibing? Are we vibing? Yeah, we're vibing. Dude, Elmo's fire. Wow, that's great. Damn, Tim. dude, that's wild. That's a lot of fun. I mean, that's a fucking kismet bop, dude. Yeah, I mean, we're, it was a bop regardless. Like, what if we're watch, yeah. we're watching this movie tonight? Oh, I wanted to watch. Um, it was panned by critics, apparently. Yeah, well, I actually don't think I've ever seen Saint Elmo's Fire. It was up against so many other movies. Yeah, dude. There were so many. Like that's great. Yeah, Saint Elmo's Fire went up against The Breakfast Club, which is. Almost the same movie, but better. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like, wow. Saint Elmo's Fire. It's so good. That's great. Higher and higher. So good. I Um, love that. That's like just the quintessential 80s voice. Yeah. Like Brian Adams, fucking Rod Stewart. Just a, a breathy, like... Not not a falsetto, but just a high pitched male. Yeah, it's just hitting the upper register. Yeah, I think that's why I love. I just rewatched uh, the three musk, the four musketeers. What the four musketeers? Or is it the three musketeers? It's, it's the three musketeers. But there's a fourth. No, what? It's always been the three musketeers. The nineteen ninety three film. Yes, with Kiefer Sutherland, Chris O'Donnell. Tim Curry, yeah, it's the three, three Musketeers. Yeah, but Brian Adams, Rod Stewart, and Sting come together for that song. Cause it's awful. Yeah, awful. Bring back fucking supergroups, dude. No one's dude. doing that anymore. Actually, it's ironic that you mentioned it because do you know do you know what we need right now? We need a we are the world. There are members in this for the recording of this song. Members yeah. of Toto, Mister Mister, and Ario Speedwagon for Saint Elmo's Fire. Yeah. Yeah, but what I'm saying is we need that today. 2022. Well, need- everybody's a solo artist today, you know? I know. 
yeah, but I'm saying like, wouldn't it, I say that most of the artists today are fucking trash. Yeah, let's get Charlie D'Amelio and yeah, let's get XXX Tentacion. Well, he's dead, <laughs> but boom. Yeah, let's get in R.I.P. Dude, not rest in peace. Let's get sixty percent of the Migos and that was a bad joke. Sorry, I like them, but I mean, let's you know, like R.I.P. Yeah, yeah, but like who like. Can you imagine like a, a we are the world today and it's just like oh brr, hey we are uh and then it's like some girl in the background's like we are uh, uh. <laughs> that actually sounds pretty it was like a terrible like when Fergie sang the national anthem yeah. like level bad and then post so pretty like, funny I'm the world yeah you know I am the world yeah <laughs> and then Wyclef Jean kicks in or yeah. will I am dude will I am <laughs> oh man double bop double bop dude great song see us out. Take us in at number one. I can't wait. So coming in at number one, August 31st, 1985. This song is so great. Maybe you know it as the titular song to Back to the Future because this song is The Power of Love by Huey Lewis oh, and the News. Oh, wow. That's the power of love. Wow. Dude. What an end. What a what a number one, dude. What a number one song. This song is so fucking good, it's dude. It's a great song. And it's insane because it was similar to Vindicated by Dashboard, Dashboard Confessional. Confessional. This song was written. Was also written for Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man 2. No, um, uh, Robert Zemeckis and Steven Spielberg approached Huey Lewis, and they're yeah. like, we want you to write the song for Back to the Future. And he was like, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I've never written a song for a movie before. And he, he also didn't want to be physically and audibly constrained to write a song to the uh, like to the plot of a movie. Yes. Yeah. So he was like, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to, I don't want to do that. And, and then, but they wanted him. So they wanted like, cause you know, Huey Lewis news has a, as a very significant sound. It's very unique yes, to them. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted that sound so bad and what a right choice. Cause it nails the intro of the movie, dude. Like, and they wanted that so bad that they were like, how about just the next song you write is the one for the movie? Oh. And it was The Power of Love. That's, oh, he, that's He sick, had dude. no idea what the movie was about. He didn't read the script. He had no idea what the plot was about. He just knew it was called Back to the Future. Yeah. And he, he'd already had, apparently, he'd already had, like, The Power of Love, like, in the works. They yes, yeah, yeah. It. He was like, right, yeah. So he, he, read it, he wrote it and recorded it and sent it to the guys, and they were like, this is great. That's fucking, that's so cool, dude. I get what, uh, I get what, um... Patrick Bateman was talking about, dude. This is a great song. Oh, this is the song. Yeah. Yeah. That he, I don't know if it, this is the song, but it is it is Huey Lewis like, in the news. Huey Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> and he like dances over and then actions yeah. the guy in the head. That, um, and that guy, Jared Leto. That man, Jared. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah. Um, what an arc he's That made. being said, it's a flop for me. This song? No, I'm just kidding. I got I you, was, bitch. Jesus, You dude. stupid bitch. This is a, yeah, this is a bop, dude. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. so good. It's just like, there's another, what's the other? Oh, uh, I think it's St. Elmo's Fire. Throwing horns in a song is great. Bring Ska back, <laughs> dude. <laughs> well, not all the way. Not but, all the way, but like yeah. a little bit, just a little bit of Ska, you know, just like a little yeah. skank. You like just bring a little bit, skank a little bit on it, you know? <laughs> Throw a couple horns on it. Trombone Hero is making a play. I've been seeing clips of it on TikTok. Dude, I want to know how to play that fucking it's literally, it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's like a game you download off Steam and then it's just, you control it with your mouse. 
Oh, it's I a, didn't know. It's a joke game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's just like, wow, wow. Yeah, it's not, yeah. Yeah, not actually playing trombone. Um, God, it's I fucking love this song. This is a great song. It's it, a bob for me. And it's a bob for me, too. It's just, oh, man. Feels like I want to give it more, but I can't. Yeah, I can't either. So take us through, Jordan. Okay. And okay, I'm gonna take us back. These are the top ten. Hey, thank you. That was a great. That was a great playlist. You're welcome. You did a good job. So these are the top ten songs from uh, our episode 69. Oh, nice. nice. From August 31st, 1985. Coming at number ten, we had "Money for Nothing" by Dire Straits. I gave it a PCGD bop. Spencer gave it a "Go Out with a Bang" bop. Number nine, uh, "You're Only Human" Billy Joel. I gave it a doo-wop flop, and Spencer gave it a Cisco flop. Number eight, "Cherish" by Cool and the Gang. I gave it a nostalgic bop. And Spencer gave it a "We are vibing right now, Bob." I forgot what song and the tune. You, it was the American. It was the national anthem. Yes. Uh, number seven, <laughs> "Never Surrender" by Corey Hart. Um, I gave it a "I wear my earplugs" flop. Uh, Spencer gave it a middle school bop. Number six, "Shout Tears for Fears." I gave it a quintessential bop, and then Spencer gave it a "Let It Bop Out." Number five, "Summer of '69" by Brian Adams. Uh, the whole reason we're here. I gave it a suit top bop, and Spencer gave it a zero bop. <laughs> Number four, "We Don't Need Another Hero." Tina Turner. I gave it a "This Song Ain't Leaving Thunderdome" flop. Okay, and then Spencer gave it a Thunderdome bop. Number Three, Freeway of Love, Aretha Franklin. I gave it a zoom in bop, and Spencer gave it a chunky bop. Number two, St. Elmo's Fire by John Parr. I gave it a kismet bop, and Spencer gave it a regardless bop. Number one, The Power of Love, Huey Lewis on the News. I gave it a, get your papers here, read all about it. And then Spencer gave it a can't twist it bop. Number Top three. That's cool. That's cool. My top three. Your top three. In the order three, two, one. I am going to go. I'm going to go St. Almost Fire, three, Power of Love, two, Shout, Tears of Fears, number one. I'm going to do almost the same thing. St. Almost Fire at three, Power of Love at two, Money for Nothing at number one. Wow. Yeah, I'm going 10 at number one, dude. 10 at number one. And that... In so podcast. 69, dude. Higher and higher. I hope we did the number justice. I think we did. I think we did. And that was a great playlist. If not, we'll try it again for number 169. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was it, you guys. Thank After you so we've much. had our first 69. Oh, I hope so, man. I'm still waiting to I'm still waiting to bust for the first time. I just want to see somebody shirtless. <sighs> I just want to touch skin. Just touch skin. <laughs> just get sadder and sadder. Uh, that's it, y'all. Thank you so much for li- li- thank you so much for tuning in, for listening, for rocking with us, for jocking with us, for jock jamming with us. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Uh, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash bobberflop, where we have five, eight, ten dollar levels. We have a Discord. We're opening up the Discord for everybody. Um, maybe we'll yeah. like, put it the link in our bio on Instagram or something. We'll figure it out. But jump in there. We're, I love we're, that. Yeah, yeah. We've got a special Discord channel for our uh, Patreon people, but we're going to have a general Discord where we just talk about music and memes and life in general and all that stuff. Other than that, uh, listen wherever you get your podcast, bobberflop.com. Uh, see you again next week. Goodbye. Preach. Sure.